With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has room. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley right from the logo. Got it! Oh, McKinley right. Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by the American Raptors. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today's podcast is going to be just a little bit shorter. Um, plan is to uh, basically just talk through these Pac-12 games this weekend um, and, and make some picks and have some fun and enjoy enjoy a week where we don't have to worry about CU football. Um I really don't have much of an update there. Uh, we talked after the last media availability um, of the week. Not much has come out um, in, in terms of any changes or anything. I think that, you know, you know, Carl did say that they were evaluating things this week and figuring out if there need to be changes. Will that turn out to be him taking over play calling duties or Danny Langsdorf doing so or something like that? Potentially. Or there could be a uh, like a change at quarterback. That would surprise me. If if anything, I think that they would probably do like a one A one B thing with Brendan Lewis and Drew Carter. Um, but yeah, I mean, really not much new, and we've pretty much covered all of the uh, things there are to talk about because you know they've lost three straight games by twenty two or more points. And they've kind of lost them the exact same way. So, there we go. Not much. Oh, th- there is one piece of news. Uh, Carson Lee, the center, was arrested and charged with felony assault. Um, a- according to the police report, basically what happened was, um, I mean, it depends on who you ask, but late Saturday night, um, early Sunday morning, whatever you want to call it, it was a girl who I guess had been spending time with Carson, maybe his girlfriend, who knows. Um, they got separated. Um, she took 
like an Uber back. Some guy called her an Uber because she'd been drinking, needed some help. Um, and then something happened and it resulted in a fractured skull, um, reportedly for the, the other guy who helped her get home, reportedly helped her get home again. All this is up in the air and because it's important, you got to throw a bunch of allegedly's and reportedly's in there. Um, Carson, you know, I think Carson originally said, according to police report, that, that he just yelled at him. Um, and then um, later when they came back, because somebody reported the, the incident, the guy reported the incident, um, Carson said that, yeah, he punched him once. The guy said he punched him at least 30 times. Um, it's it's an ugly situation, obviously. Um, we don't need to spend too much time on it, but but that's what's up there. Um, again, charged with felony assault. Um, that, as you could probably guess, is, is pretty serious. Um, so there is that fun piece of news to, to start the podcast off. And uh, we can jump in with some football. Um, football. Where do we even start? Um, let's just start with the first game of the week. Uh, again, we're just we're doing the Pac-12 games because that's what matters. Usually, I don't know. I guess Colorado isn't technically dead, but they're pretty much dead in the Pac-12 South race. I mean, they they just need losses at this point for Arizona State. Um, I guess the good news is if Arizona State does lose two conference games, then there would likely be more teams than just Arizona State and CU sitting there. So it wouldn't just be a one-to-one tiebreaker, which obviously Colorado would lose. Um, but yeah, only four games this week. Let's run through those. Uh, first one, though, Arizona State is hosting Stanford Friday night. Um, it's an 8.30 kickoff on ESPN. Arizona State, a 13.5-point favorite. I think this is going to be a fun one. Um, I'm I'm excited about this one. Um, here's why. First of all, Arizona State obviously incredibly explosive on offense. So much speed, um, and it all kind of starts with the quarterback. Plus, they can run the ball pretty well, and maybe that's an underrated matchup here. Stanford, big and strong in the trenches. Same team you always expect. A decent like pro style quarterback. Um, big, strong receivers. They're just doing Stanford things, and they've been able to bully teams uh, on occasion this year. Uh, they obviously, at 3-2, and two, haven't played perfect football with the two losses coming against UCLA and Kansas State. Um, the fact that they beat Oregon last week means that they are alive for the Pac-12 North title. Um, that is obviously a really big win, and when you look at what Stanford has left the rest of the way... It isn't all that tough. Um, in terms of conference games, if they beat Arizona State, which again is is kind of the, the big task at hand, you got Washington State, you got Washington, Utah, Oregon State, Cal. Those are all winnable. And if they're able to to get hot here, they do have that win in hand over Oregon. And who knows if that's just a straight up tiebreaker? Who knows if Oregon blows another game? Stanford this is this is the toughest game left on the schedule. Toughest toughest conference game. They do still have Notre Dame, but that doesn't really matter. 
if Stanford does pull off the upset, then it, it kind of changes how you look at the Pac-12 North. Um, if they lose, then all of a sudden you don't have to be too worried um, if you're Oregon. Because if you lose one more, you're still probably fine um, because you have multiple teams in there. But big one for that reason. And then in terms of the Pac-12 South, I mean, we, we've talked about this a little bit, but Arizona State is kind of the, the class of the division. Um, they're undefeated. Utah's 1-0. and um, Arizona State has control, and it is their division until they lose a game. Um, and... Again, this, I guess for them, is kind of one of the challenges just because of the matchup, I think. Um, Stanford is big and strong in the trenches. They want to be physical. They want to play good, clean, pro-style football. Arizona State makes a bunch of mistakes, and they play college-style football. Um, I think it's always fun in college football when you have two teams with totally different play styles going up against each other. Um, Arizona State, though, like I said, favored by 13.5 at, at home. Let's take Stanford here. I think I think Stanford might be a little bit hit and miss, but I don't think that Arizona State's going to be able to run on this defense, and I think that Stanford's going to be able to run on Arizona State. And, and the ground game, the trenches, that's where everything starts if you talk to literally any football coach. And it's kind of true. Um, so... Let's take them to cover. I don't think they win, but I'm really excited about this. Um, next week, Arizona State has Utah, by the way, on the road at Utah. Um, I don't think Utah is going to be in the race for the Pac-12 South title. Um, they've just looked too bad, and they lost their quarterback, but they are the only other team without a loss in the Pac-12 South. So, Plus, when you go down there, honestly, it's kind of similar to this game with them being so big and physical, and that should kind of be the kryptonite for Arizona State, at least in theory. Like I mentioned, a bunch of teams in by, on by, so there's only three games on Saturday. Uh, first one, 2 o'clock, Oregon State at Washington State. Um, Oregon State only favored by 3.5. We're going to go ahead and hammer that one. Coming off a win against Washington, win against USC, blowout win over Idaho, 18-point win over Hawaii, and they lost to Purdue in the first game of the season. That was a long time ago, and this team is playing really good football. Um, sure, Washington, USC, they aren't what they typically are, um, but Washington State, I mean, they did beat Cal, they lost to Utah, lost big to USC. I just think that there's a, there's a significant talent advantage on Oregon State's side. Not too worried about being a road game. Um, Chance Nolan. This is kind of the week to get caught up on all the other Pac-12 things. Um, And Colorado does play Oregon State later on, so it's a big week to just watch football so that you know what's coming when, you know, three weeks from now they play, four weeks from now. Maybe it's even more than that. Um, But Chance Nolan, that quarterback, he's putting up some pretty big numbers. Um, Dual threat, he's fast. Um, B.J. Baylor, the running back, has nine touchdowns already this season, um, averaging over 100 yards per game. I uh, I think this might be a, a good team. And again, like if we're talking about teams that could be involved in the Pac-12 title discussion, Oregon State, they could be right in it. They're the only undefeated team in the Pac-12 North. 
that game against Oregon is going to be big at the end of the season because, I mean, obviously that's who you look at to win that division. Um, I'm, I'm high on Oregon State right now, and we're putting some money there. Plus on Washington State side, I guess we might as well touch on this, but Jaden Delora, um, fun quarterback, not – not not quite refined yet. Max Borgie hasn't really put up the numbers you expect from him. Um, it's honestly been a pretty disappointing season for him. Um, hasn't hit 100 yards yet. Hasn't had a touchdown in almost a month. Um, I... I really do think that this is a game that Oregon State wins. We're going to call that one the DraftKings Pick of the Week. DraftKings Pick of the Week is Oregon State to cover three and a half against Washington State. Um, and honestly, that feels like a lock. And whenever I, I, I don't want to keep talking about how much I like this bet because the more you talk about it, the more it feels like you're just walking into a trap when they lose. Um, but it, it does seem to me like they should be able to handle Washington State. Let's pause right there and talk about our friends over at Sexy Pizza. Um, if you've been to a Broncos game or one of our Broncos tailgates, I guess, this season, you know all about Sexy Pizza. You can come to the tailgate, get it for free. It's great stuff. Um, it's been around Denver for like 13 years, and it really is just good pizza. I think, honestly, everybody was concerned. It was a big talking point when we heard like, okay, we've, we've got a pizza partner now. We're a company that really cares about our pizza and the idea that we're getting a, a pizza that most of us hadn't tried before and it could potentially be bad was really concerning um luckily it is really good the garlic knots also are really good we get those at the tailgate too um you guys should come to that I, i'm going even when i don't go to games i'm going to that just because it's fun um but it, they make their dough from scratch every morning. It's hand-tossed deck oven pizza. Um, they've got a bunch of different toppings, of course, but they also have philanthropies. And what those are are pizzas that if you get them, a portion of every sale goes to um, a, a nonprofit in Colorado. Uh, so obviously check those out. Um, and if you have something you want them to support, go to www.sexy.pizza. And check out their about page and see if you can get something like that set up. Um, they have different size pizzas, 12 to 18 inches, um, wings, salads, pasta, knots, dessert options, vegan options, gluten-free options. Uh, so much good stuff. And they've got four locations in Denver. They've got Cap Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. Plus, they're opening another one in Trinidad, Colorado soon. Don't miss out. It seriously is great stuff. Also, DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and it has an awesome deal this week that every football fan should jump on. All you got to do is bet $1 on any NFL game, and you'll win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's all it takes. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943. So this is pretty much a no-brainer. DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. You can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. And the more legs you add, the more money you can win. 
DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR and bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores one point. Um, that's promo code DMVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And finally, Manscaped. We haven't talked about Manscaped in a while. Um, you guys know how these go. Uh, it's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time that you join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code DNVR at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. Uh, Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for a great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. We do not support him on this podcast. Uh, The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense. Oh, like the chant. Um, I thought that there was a balls thing. Uh, This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi-function on-off switch which can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn on the 4,000K LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. Did I mention it's waterproof too? Rain, snow, or sleet? No match for the waterproof power of the 4.0 there's no 15 yard penalty for this clipping uh package comes with a weed whacker this elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 rpm motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system this trimmer also has proprietary skin safe technology skin safe sorry i tried to blow through it uh, which helps prevent nicks snags and tugs and those delicate We're skipping that one. Uh, After trimming your footballs, show them some love with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner are here to make your balls um, next level. We have an exclusive offer for audience. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with code DMVR at manscaped.com. All right. Uh, Two more games left that we want to talk about before we get out of here. This will be a shorter one. It's good. It's a bye week. We need a little breather from all this. Maybe talk some more basketball tomorrow. Um, Utah at USC. USC favored by three. I'm honestly at this point, I'm not betting on USC games. Um, they're, They're just so unpredictable because they're going to play bad football. I think we just know that part. But when you go up against Utah, like Utah is, Utah is bad. And can USC just lob the ball up to Drake London over and over again? And I don't think so. If you're picking a side, I'd go Utah here. Um, you get the three points. You just got to keep it within a field goal. This is a really tough one, honestly, um, because I don't think that USC is going to like figure it out. That just seems so unlikely. Um, Utah is going to be well coached. 
Um, what they they kept it close against San Diego State through triple overtime game. Beat Washington State last week. That doesn't mean much. BYU beat them pretty easy, but ick. I I just I don't like betting on either of these teams. I'll I'll take Utah though. Um, although it is fun, you know. I I wish that Drake London hadn't done what he did against Colorado because he is fun to watch and he's fun to root for. Like when I watch this game, I'm just hoping that Drake London does something cool and. I don't think that I want to bet against that. And so maybe I'll hold off or maybe hope that like Utah goes up early and you can, here's what I'm going to do. As soon as one team gets a two score lead, I'm just taking the other team's money line. Maybe even a seven point lead. No, probably not. I think two scores, two scores. Then I'm just going to bet on the other team and see if I can make a lot of money. That's going to be the move here because I do think this is a top toss-up. They both suck in their own ways. They both have their own strengths with USC's just being Drake Jackson and Drake London and Keaton Slovis throwing the ball and Utah's being big and bulky and strong and not many penalties. Again, pretty contrast, pretty contrasting styles here. Um but but not really like like sort of in play style, but also just like in structure. Um, one team is really good but makes a lot of mistakes. One team is really bad but plays clean football, and who knows what's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's the move. Wait till one team gets a two score lead, and then see if you can get like five six to one odds on the other team to come back and win. Especially if USC gets the lead because they love blowing leads. Um, they're also super explosive, though, so they can come back. That's going to be my bet. Um, and then the last game of the week, UCLA at Arizona. ESPN, 8.30 p.m. UCLA favored by 16. We are hammering UCLA minus 16. Um, sure, they're on the road. Sure, that's a lot of points. Sure, they uh, lost last week to Arizona State, and it wasn't close. Um, Arizona is really, 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 really 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 bad um i'm excited for people who haven't been watching arizona play to watch colorado arizona next week um because again we gotta get ahead of this right now if colorado goes out there and wins by four scores it's not it doesn't mean much um because Arizona just is that bad. Let's let's just look through these results. Actually kept it kind of close with BYU in the first game. Uh, lost 24-16. to 16. Um, I mean, they, they kind of backdoored that one. They were down 21-3. to three, um, Made it look a little bit tighter than it was. Then lose 38-14 at home to San Diego State. Then lose at home again to Northern Arizona. 21 to 19 Northern Arizona is like they lost to Northern Colorado. These are like bottom of the big sky teams. They lost 34 to seven to South Dakota, 34 to seven to South Dakota turned around the next week, went on the road and beat Arizona. These wildcats are bad. And the crazy thing is I kind of like their quarterback. Um, Gunner Cruz, I guess, what are the numbers? Two touchdowns, two interceptions. I didn't watch last week. He's not hurt, is he? Oh, he's hurt. So, yeah, they don't they don't have much going for him. 
Um, they have they have one receiver, uh, Stanley Barry Hill, who I think is kind of nice. I think they might even have another one who's solid. But but yeah, they they aren't good. UCLA with DTR. DTR might run for 200 yards in this game just because they're going to screw up keeping him in the pocket so bad. Um, Zach Charbonnet, he could put up four touchdowns, the running back for UCLA, because, I mean, same thing, like, he can just run over this defense. And so can uh, Britton Brown. This might, ooh, if if we could bet on, wait, Zach, Zach Britton or Britton Brown? I think it's Zach Britton. No, no, no. Britton Brown. There's, there's, okay. Yeah, Britton Brown is his name. Who's the other last name, Britton? I can't remember. I think there's another running back. But, um, yeah. If if you could bet on player props, I'd take Britton Brown over on rushing yards. Like, number two running back for UCLA, so you know the line's going to be, like, 40 yards, 35 yards. It's not going to be a big number. And I think this is a chance to just feed him, save Zach Charbonnet um, for when UCLA plays a, a more competitive game. Um, I'm going to put a lot of money on this one too. I'm going UCLA as the the number – or sorry. I want to rank these picks. There we go. Um, Stanford to cover 13.5 against Arizona State. I like that. Might even sprinkle that money line. Um, I hate betting against Jaden Daniels, but – it is what it is. After that, next favorite is UCLA to cover 16 against Arizona. Um, at, oh, or no, Oregon State was the pick of the week. There we go. Oregon State was number one, then UCLA, then uh, Stanford to cover, and then the Utah USC. Whoever goes down two scores first, we're putting we're putting some money on them to the other team to come back and win. Okay, uh, that's going to do it for today. A little bit shorter podcast. We'll be back tomorrow, talk some basketball. I don't think there's really anything worth talking about football-wise. We'll talk to Carl on Monday, see what's been on his mind, see if there's any questions, and kind of get back into Buffs football next week. It's a it's a good bye week for everybody because there's just not much, not much you can say at this point. They've lost three straight games by doing the same thing, and... I don't really have anything new to say about it. Uh, So that's going to do it for today. Thanks, as always, for listening. Oh, if you want to get five stars wherever you listen, appreciate that. Um, And we'll talk again tomorrow.